Howdy, Dis After Dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. To another edition of Diz After Dark. Um, I'm joined today by the esteemed author extraordinaire. Are you currently number one in the New York Times bestseller list? <laughs> well, I, I don't like to boast, but you know, old J, J.K. Rowling rung me up earlier. She said, Well, oh, Chris, what are you going to do? I said, Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was very, very drunk. <laughs> Well, doesn't that tie well tie well into this episode, Mr. Ripley? Um, because this episode is going to be based quite a lot around booze. And you cannot have an episode of This Off Dark surrounded by booze without this next person, Mr. P. Dusper Washington. <laughs> no, you can't. You, <laughs> the, the, the one person that's very drinking on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. okay that, that, maybe that wasn't the best... Look, Dolan's not here, right? No. <laughs> I, had it, I had it all written out, and he's not here. What am I supposed to do? Um, <laughs> but yes, this episode... Oh, uh, soap dish, by the way, yeah. Um, but this episode is going to be very drink-heavy. Now, this was kind of suggested by... Was it Was it a, a couple of people? Or was it one person, but I just saw them twice? That's it was, it was just one person. It was just one person. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but they they said about having a show about drinking. It. We've not done a show. Uh, I, I don't think focus on drinking for quite a while. So I thought it was quite timely. But our esteemed P Dubs 
came up with the idea of having a look at drinking around Disney Springs because that is Disney Springs is something we have talked about, but not in that much depth and definitely not really from this angle. No, he's already getting no, started. No, no, it's it's amazing. <laughs> um, and with the ever expanding choice of Disney Springs, um, now's a good a time as any, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd kind of go for that. Um, so, I know that I'm having a drink, so is anyone else joining me drinking on this drinking journey? Uh, yes, I'm having some Coke. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Calm like, down. That was, a, that was a completely different episode. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not celebrating that much. <laughs> the the, the roll to checks haven't rolled in that much as yet. Fair enough. And Peter's what you Next know. episode. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm on. I'm on the fantastical orange squash. Fantastical orange squash was that a Roll Dahl book? <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like it should have been. Yeah. Um, I am. Drinking... It's what Mr. Fox drinks. Ah, that makes sense. I'm not going to tell my story about Kiora again. I've said that way too many times. So um, I just I'm done my bottle of Bud. It made no noise because it's a screw top because it's World Cup season. These are World Cup buds, and they are screw tops. Um, so chin chin, everyone. And of course, cheers to the England squad. Well, by the time this episode goes out, they're still in the World Cup. But depending on when you listen to it, we've either got knocked out or we've won it. It's probably <laughs> going to be the, the first option rather than the second option. But hey, you never know. You never know. Um, so, Disney Springs. P-Dubs, you've not been there yet, have you? I haven't. It was it was halfway done while I was I was there, so most of the the bars hadn't been opened um, down that far end. Hmm. Um, but the the front po- portion of it, like the, the the updated shops and uh, like the marketplace and things, were there when I last went. Yeah, because it's, it's it's been quite an unusual kind of change because when it it was still downtown Disney, it was yeah. just kind of being done in stages, and in fact. Um, the last stage that is downtown Disney is is now kind of being I don't know what stage it's at now but when me and Craig were there last year it was they'd knocked down Disney Quest and they had started to start doing work for the NBA experience Cirque du Soleil was just about to close Um, but some of the restaurants like across from that so um, Bongo's was closed uh, Wolfgang Puck was closed. Um, House of Blues was still open. I think there might be another one as well that was closed. But um, you could see it was an area very much in development. Um, and also, it it's still, even with the stuff closed, it still looked like downtown Disney. Yeah. Because that hadn't been touched at all. When I walked in there, I was like, hmm, this hasn't changed much at all. And it's only once you kind of get past the AMC... That it, and it opens up that you think, ah, right, okay, this is this is where it's changed. So, yeah, that that was quite unusual. To, we started at that end, you see. Um, Mr. Ripley, what about yourself? How many times have you been to Disney Springs? Uh, I, I went there last year. Um, sort of, I think I was a few weeks behind you or just ahead of you. I can't remember now. Um, but around behind. the same sort of time. Yeah. Um, and... <coughs> I'd been there the year before when it was a building site, hmm. and I haven't been back since. So, 
And what's your what's your feelings of it? What do you think of DC Springs as a whole? I I well, I kind of miss the old marketplace as it was years ago, like sort of late nineties, early noughties. But I really do like this new Disney Springs. I didn't like the bit in the middle, but I do like Disney Springs as it is now. I think it's all right. Mm. And I think I think I could possibly justify doing some resort hopping and maybe stay in the Saratoga Springs or maybe the Hilton or something in that area in order to spend like some good evenings in that area because it is a bit of a nightmare with traffic now. Yeah, I think the thing that surprised me the most... Um going there was the fact that you had all these multi-story car parks mm. you know before all the parking was on one level and I mean that that could get quite busy at times as well to be fair um, but they built these massive um, multi-story car parks is there two of them oh I think it's meant to be four isn't there yeah I think it's four now okay I was looking earlier. They've got they've got some random coloured names as well. Like one of them, I think, is grapefruit. They've got watermelon. I'm just having a look at them out now. There's watermelon, grapefruit, and mango parking lots. Um, I'm sure Johnny Mitchell sang about that. Um, there's strawberry parking lot, which is where we got dropped off at. Um, there's lime garage. That's the multi-story. Um, one is connected directly to the I-4, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think when we went, there were only two. But they are a fantastic tax dodge because they are built and paid for by Reedy Creek. So Disney didn't have to actually pay for them. Interesting. Disney owns Reedy Creek, but I'll let you work that one out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, don't think, I don't think it's going to happen um, it looks like there's two gar- two parking garages of what we would call multi-story car parks which is lime garage and orange garage and then strawberry parking lot watermelon and grapefruit and mango parking lots um, as well as there's also valet parking as well oh yeah yeah. don't forget the valet um, but yeah I mean you know they, they've taken a lot of what was the parking away um, to to build almost like a shopping village, mm, really. Yeah, it was it was you know it was very weird because I'd not been in seven years, yeah, seven years. Um, so I still remembered the original downtown Disney, and I was then trying to place together where stuff was because obviously not everything moved. You know, for example, World of Disney was the exact same shop. That hadn't mm-hmm. changed. Um, the Lego store was still where it was. Um, Rainforest Cafe was still where it was. Although I, I, I'm sure I've read it's closed down now. No, that one's still there. It's Disneyland. Ah, it's just right. closed. Right, right, right. To build the new hotel on. Right, okay. Let's give it a small hotel. Um, but yeah, so, there was, so some stuff was, was where it used to be, but obviously everything around it had changed. And that was what was quite like quite confusing for me, um, but yeah, I mean, I I think it looks nice. I think it does look nice, but um, that the 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 main shopping bit just feels too much like 
one of like the many outdoor balls you've got in Florida already. Mm. Just a bit more expensive. Well, yeah, because you, you know, like none of them seem to have any kind of um, outlets. Because that's that, that's normally where you get at those places, isn't it? Is a, a lot of outlet shops and a few normal shops. Um, yeah. Whilst this is all quite, um, you know, upmarket kind of brands. Um, some weird ones as well. Like, I mean, how many people buy Uggs in Florida? Doesn't seem like the right climate to me. I've often thought it was weird as well that there isn't an Apple store. Oh, we have talked about that for years. I mean, I I always thought um, that the what used to be Virgin would make a great Apple store. Mm. You know, um, when that was a thing. Um, and you'd have thought with a relationship as well mm. that, that they would do. Um, I think, am I right in thinking that Virgin is now Splitsville? Yes. Yeah. That was what, and I mean, it was the Princess Diana experience, wasn't it, for a while? Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> it was that and it was um oh. it was a car thing wasn't it um well not the limousine for fuck's sake <laughs> oh bleep it oh, man. oh god <laughs> no that's in the disney village at disneyland paris is that why they got rid of um, oh. superstar limo at uh, california adventure don't don't um uh we'll go until it's fun um what's that thing called do you remember it was like these customized toy cars that you made, and they were really expensive for what they were. Mm, don't know. I want to say it was like Rip Rides or something, but it was like the you used to go in there, and you used to design your own toy car, and you choose the alloy wheels and all this kind of stuff. And um, I only really remember it because when the Disney store first opened in Oxford Street, you know, when they relocated and built this, you know, the first concept store. That they were they were launching at the time, and it had a bit at the front of the store that was dedicated to that, and it was all based around Cars Two, so you can mm. make your own Cars Two car. But it, didn't it was all a long. dream. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish Cars Two was a dream at all. Uh, oh, that was God. their excuse, though, wasn't it? Well, I mean, when they I released was... the third one, <laughs> to forget about the second one. Yeah, they literally said that the second one was a dream. It was all in Lightning's head. I mean, the writing was on the wall with Lassiter, even then, wasn't it? Cars 2. Well... I would have sacked him then. There and then, on the spot. (laughs) Pack your desk up, get out. This is is why, though. You know, that was always his little plaything, wasn't it? Cars, Cars was his little... You know, and he was surrounded by people that just said yes all the time. Yeah. I suppose... So, I mean, you know, it clearly was because no one in their right mind would have just stood there and gone, yes, that's a good idea, without actually meaning, no, it's a terrible, terrible idea, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, but hey, well, I mean, you know, the good thing for him, at least, is that they released The Great Dinosaur, so, or The Last Dinosaur, what was it called, The Last Dinosaur? <laughs> good Dinosaur. No one gives a... No one remembers that piece of crap today. No one ever saw it. Um, anyway, not yeah. better. And the only thing, I, also, before we go on to that drinking bit, when I, uh, that original end that still kind of feels downtowny, um, still is the um, the Galactic Outpost. Yeah. What a weird store. Yeah. Because Which one's this? 
So what you... used to be D Street. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Now Dean Street made a lot of sense to me. One, I was heavy into Vinylmation, so that was one thing. But D Street seems to be half Vinylmation, and you'd get like they used to sell um, created Vinylmation, so they would uh, like they'd have people customize them, artists customize Vinylmations and sell them at premium prices, like a piece of art. Um, so that was always fun to go in there. And half it was Vinylmation, and the other half used to be the things that were Disney, but they didn't, you know, Disney didn't want to really promote too much. So it would be where you'd get your Tron t shirts or Marvel. That was the first place you could buy Marvel stuff on Disney property. Um, you know, it was all those kind of things that, you know, you wouldn't see in all the other shops. The problem with Disney is, you know, you, you often see the same stuff in, in the same shops, don't you? And D Street always felt like it, it was like the kind of um, cool kid to me for Disney shopping. It always had like a good vibe in there. Um, and Galactic Outpost is just a shop that sells Star Wars. Mm. It, it's, it's like the, the gift shop outside of stores, Star Tours. It sells the yeah. exact same stuff as every other shop. There's nothing exclusive in there. It's just the same merchandise. I was so disappointed going in there. Then a couple of doors up, you've obviously got the the Marvel shop that's not allowed to be called Marvel. <laughs> that's still there. Yeah, I think so. Superhero headquarters. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't go in there because we didn't have a lot of time. But a Coca Cola store. Couldn't yeah. figure that one out. You can buy Coke literally everywhere on Disney property. Why does it need a shop? Hmm. Unless, unless they go... sell Beverly in bulk or something. <laughs> you could go and meet the Coca-Cola polar bear in there for a while. Ah, well, I'll take it back then. I'll make sure I go down my next trip. The GoFundMe starts now. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, it was quite early to mention it, I know. So, drinking around Disney Springs. Um, this is only something, again, I wasn't there for very long, but it was one thing that I did do while I was in Disney Springs. Um, and I've, I've been to one place to have a drink. And we'll come to that a, a bit later, I suppose. But so I think I think we are... Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. Um, but Chris, have you done any drinking around Disney Springs? I have, sir, yes. Any Anything that kind of stood out to you? Um, my favourite place to drink... And I wish it was. It needs, it needs a little, few little tweaks here and there. But my favourite place currently is Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which yeah. is no real surprise, I'd imagine, to everybody. Um, I'm a big Indiana Jones fan, and um, I think that it, it um, you know, plays off a random character that's only in the film for a very short while, first film. And, uh, yeah, I just like it. And also, the food in there is very, very good. I wish, I wish I'd wish eat it in there. So, Jot Lindsay is the place where I went and had a drink at Disney Springs. Um, mm. And I picked it out, especially, because we was walking around to see like what was there and to get a kind of feel for the place. Um, but I knew I wanted to go there because I knew what that bar was about. So, a bit like you, I was, I was intrigued to see it. I like a themed bar. Um... And yeah, I, I I think it's cracking. I think it's uh, it's it's an unusual bar. 
in some ways it kind of almost reminds me of something like a bit like a tiki bar in the, like the kind of artifacts that surround it yeah it's got that vibe hasn't it but it hasn't got that same style you know it's not no. got that Hawaiian um, Polynesian kind of feel to it but it, just the way it's set out is quite unusual and um, I mean we went on a Monday afternoon it was very quiet um, understandably but you know, it was it was still nice, and it, it was a good place we thought to go and have some drinks. It wasn't particularly cheap, I don't think, um, as is the case with a lot of places down there. But um, I'm really glad that I did it. And the one th- I, I do have one regret going in there, and I wanted to ask you if you got the special cocktail. Um, let me just bring their menu up real quick because. I collect the tiki glasses. Um, and I remember I had that monkey. Yeah. Cool-headed monkey. That was quite nice. I also did try the mojito one with the dart. That was quite nice. Um, I th- the Reggie one, they got in a big sort of gallon drum, haven't they? Mm-hmm. But they they d- didn't have the stirrers when I went there, um, and then the other one that I didn't try because they didn't have any was the Anything Goes cocktail because they've never ever I don't think had the glass that goes with that drink. Mm-hmm. It's it's that red dress from the Temple of Doom at the start when she's dancing. Okay. Um, it's like in the neck of the, the it's like a martini glass and then the neck of it goes down as, and it's the dress basically okay but they've never had it in there for sale as far as I know interesting so it's not in their menu of glasses to it's in the it's on the menu and when I inquired because um, it looked it looked quite nice you know mm. and uh, they said oh sorry it's not in stock yet we we're expecting it there was something wrong with it when they came in but I don't think I've seen any um, but I was quite happy with the cool-headed monkey drink because it it was a really nice uh, rum-based drink which I love but it had this uh, it has quite a lot of watermelon juice in it so it has, it has a really nice sort of fresh flavor to it okay so that was my favourite there. I mean, I can't, I can't remember much it was. Is it like about twenty five quid or twenty five dollars or something that that drink? Because um, you get the, um, the the glass. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the menu. It doesn't seem to have any prices on it, so I'm not sure. I'm gonna have a look at it now as well. I did like the thing is like I couldn't. I was like, oh, I don't think I can justify the cost. And as soon as we left there and went to the airport, I was like, why didn't I have that drink and get that class? Such, mm. such an idiot. But at the same time, have you ever stolen a glass from a bar? I have stolen something, but it wasn't a glass. <laughs> oh, I can't was say. It, I'll get was, it, was it the heart of, of a lovely lady? Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what it was, this is absolutely true. Um, I got rather merry one evening in um, Trader Sam's in the Poly. 
Right, and just before we ca- continue on with this story, this mm-hmm. episode is not going out straight away, except for the Patreon listeners. So, you know, okay. I, I can edit this out if we need to for legal reasons. Oh, the, the Patreon fellas ain't going to tell anyone, are they? Oh, no, I mean for the general public. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I got quite merry, and I was staying on site, and... I remember it was last orders and I couldn't decide what I wanted. I can't remember what I drank and we stumbled back to the room and just crashed. And then the next morning I found that I had a Trader Sam's menu (laughs) folded up and stuffed in my back pocket. (laughs) So I was too embarrassed to ring and say, look, I accidentally took your menu and I've sort of ruined it. Um, So I left it in the room and went out, and housekeeping came in, and she never took it. <laughs> I just assumed housekeeping would get rid of it, you know? Yeah. So it may have fallen into my luggage a couple of days later. Oh, fair enough. I'm sure it was just trying to get back to uh, Trader Sam's and got lost on the way. Yeah. 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 It's funny, though, because I don't know if, they, if this is still a thing, but I remember when, um, I remember back when my dad hadn't disowned me, and um, I make it sound like I'm an orphan, I'm not... But um, when Planet Hollywood first opened in London, um, he bought the menu. Mm. I, don't know, I mean, it might have been like about a fiver or something, but you could actually buy a copy of the menu to take home. What a bizarre well, thing to sell. Mm. But people clearly buy them, because he did, the idiot. Um, I, I think... Uh, I mean, I, that, that monkey-headed glass is brilliant um, I do think with Jot Lindsay's though there is one problem mm-hmm. you know, Disney have made this bar they're based it around a character from Indiana Jones which in your own words is a very small character in the grand scheme of things mm. you know he didn't play a very important part maybe a, a, a memorable part but not a huge part well, like like you and I said on our review of Jurassic World 2, we thought he was going to pop up at the beginning of that film. That is true. Jock, start the plane! Start the plane, Jock! And he didn't. What a disappointment. But my question is, why did they yeah. choose the character of Jock Lindsay? When they, um, of course, could have gone with a bar idea by everyone's mm-hmm. favourite Indiana Jones character. No, not Willie. Even though she's got a funny name. But George Mac McHale. Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where you've gone there, Nick. Do you, wanna, do you want another drink, mate? <laughs> oh, oh no. I, spot, I spot your cocktail, didn't I? Because I'm working for Nazis. Oh. Is, that, is that his name in it? Yeah. Oh. I, will, I will say this. I had to wiki it. There was no way I knew what his fucking character's name was. But I was like... <laughs> so we could have oh, had God. George Mac... Mac sort of George Mac McHale's Barama or something like that. Cockney Boozer. You could have had um, a, a, an animatronic Wayne Winston propping up the bar. He could offer you the latest odds of any sporting events going on. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, they could have just taken that Ellen animatronic and just shaved it and put that on the bar. It looked like... <laughs> It oh, wouldn't have been chilled monkey, would it? It would have been swinging monkey from that film. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm running flashback <laughs> to the crystal skull. Oh. 
I remember buying it on Blu-ray for a fiver because it was a fiver and then realising I've just wasted a fiver buying that on Blu-ray. Never mind, you live I, actually, and learn. I actually bought that in Walmart. Uh, places. At least you can say you probably bought it because it was out earlier or something like that. Yeah. It was a novelty of having it a few days early or something. That was a right pair of DVDs I bought on that trip. I bought the the last Mummy film as well. <laughs> God. Oh, what the um. Oh. The one where Rachel Vice disappeared, yeah, dropped out, and became someone else. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called now. Is that Secret of the Tomb or something? Yeah. Oh, God, but, what a year look, for crap films. I'm looking on eBay, and they've got the dark drink, and they've got the monkey, and they've got the Reggie one. They've got various ones on there for sale. They've not got the Anything Goes, so I can assume that probably never did become available. But interestingly, the coasters that they throw down, that they just hand out like, you know, paper, because they literally are, they are. are for $15 each. What? Free coasters that they just put your drink on. People we, were actually selling on eBay. We almost took ours with us just for the novelty of having them, but I can't even remember what's on them now. Oh, they're like various ones. Yeah, because uh, they, they literally gave us a coaster every time we got a drink. Yeah, so like you'd, you'd order like a new beer, who was only drinking beer, and um, you'd get a new coaster. You didn't even ask for one. Mm. Wow, that's weird. Again, so it goes back to the menu thing. People buy any old guff, don't they? If it's for sale, but mm. um, but so so you've never seen this glass then in in the bar. You've never actually no. been to the drinking one. No, I think there was. I don't know if it's still there. I think there was a cabinet, and in the cabinet it had the different drinks that you could buy with the glasses, and it wasn't in there. But I do distinctively remember them saying, "We haven't got it yet," um, because it was fairly new when I went in there. There was some problems with them. They all got sent back. We're expecting some new ones soon. But I've looked on eBay before this, and I've sort of looked at other places like Disney Food Blog and things, and I've never actually ever seen it for sale. Mm. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're just too fragile or something. Something definitely strange about it, admittedly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's Jot Lindsay. Jot Lindsay. So yeah, I, I do recommend it. I mean... What's interesting is it's an Indiana Jones themed bar and it's loosely themed around Indiana Jones because you could look around there and if you didn't look at a cocktail menu you might not even get well you wouldn't get a lot of the references to Indiana Jones. Some of it's very niche. I think the only telling bit is there was a set of voodoo dolls. Do you remember them? Yes, yeah. I think they were, they were like knitted dolls weren't they? I think they were voodoo yeah. dolls. Um, they were like just above the bar but Otherwise, a lot of the stuff was very, very niche. I mean, there was probably loads of stuff in there I didn't even get the reference to, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just yeah. think it's it's a nice it's a nice place to go. It's an unusual bar, um, and I'm you know yeah, I, I think it, that makes it stand out. Did you have any food in there? No, no, because I was looking. I I said to Craig that I wanted to go to uh, Blaze Pizza because mm-hmm. I'd heard a lot of things about that and I, I didn't see it I, I don't know where it is but I couldn't see it um, and then I, I was convinced there was a Wendy's at the airport mm-hmm. so I was like you know what I might just wait and go to Wendy's what I didn't realise was Wendy's was in a completely different terminal to where I was and I oh. tried and I did try I left my terminal went to the next terminal 
but I can actually only go between the two terminals. And it was like in the domestic flight terminal, so I couldn't. I, there was no transport there from where mm. where I was, so I had to have a shitty McDonald's instead. Bugger, piss poor. Well, I don't have McDonald's at home. I wanted Popeyes or I wanted Wendy's, and of course now I can't have either. So, <sighs> what a disappointment. Um, but no, I, I've heard the food is pretty good in there. Is there any kind of recommendations you got for listeners? Well, all of the food items are all Indiana Jones puns, essentially, like rolling boulder sliders, um, which are basically meatballs, but in a slider, it's <laughs> so like a little burger. Um, you got like loud... weird. I don't like it's. I mean, that is a proper American thing, isn't it? A slider. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't we don't really get them here. No, very rare. Mm. Um, Lao Shea's Revenge, which is a uh, spicy Asian sticky wings, they were very nice. Uh, Brody's Brats, which was a sausage with um, uh, pickled cabbage. Uh, squid, why did it have to be squid? Jonesy's Old English Stat, no, that ain't on there. Hey, I tell um, you what though. I'm just looking and now. I don't know. It's the menu I'm looking at says it was updated in May, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the items, and I've got to read the description out now as well. One of the <laughs> items is called Max Pork Betty Sliders. Oh, oh now they've changed oh, it. Now it. the description: Double agents love this crispy pork belly slider with braised red cabbage, <laughs> Swiss, and house-made Russian dressing. <laughs> oh, next time one of us is down there, we're going to have to go and order it like Ray Winston. Oh, but you know what? Because what did you say it was before? Uh, no rolling boulder sliders. So, right, maybe it's called Max Pork Belly Sliders, and you order it, and when you get it served up, it's the meatballs because they're double crossed you. Oh, meta. Yeah. You can have that one for free. Jut Lindsay's uh, bar manager. Um, and each slider comes with a £5 free bet with Bet365. Bet and play now. Bet and play. Um, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, I mean, some of the names, as you say, are really good. Um, Sankra Stones and Barrels. <laughs> I, that's I the Stones out of the Temple of Doom, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes, it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine they must have a lot of fun with that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I don't know if I'm looking at the newest menu or you're looking at the newest menu. So you know, but hopefully those things are are, are on there. Either way, if you like your Indiana Jones puns, that's the I got one. To go. go on. Why didn't they have short rounds, short ribs? Jesus, <laughs> come on! Or just a, or just a round of shorts. Yeah. Oh. Ah, I'm too too young to drink, Mr. Jones. <laughs> hey, <laughs> lady, you call him Doctor Jones. <laughs> oh, that code's also annoying. Um, actually, before we go on to the next part, didn't you watch the other day, Temple of Doom? I did watch Temple of Doom. Yeah. How's it hold up? I've not seen it in a while. Uh, very well, actually. Yeah. Yeah, very well. Yeah, I did. I did like that as a kid. I found it like the scariest of them. Even you know, even though like Ra- Raiders has the, the face of a Nazi mounting, I still found Temple of Doom a bit more uh, 
scary. I mean, it's a bit James Bond in places, particularly that opening sequence. Hmm. At Club Obi-Wan's. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere that Spielberg wanted to do Bond, but they didn't want him. So it does make me wonder if he thought, ah, sod you, I'll do my own Bond. Yeah, don't know. Uh, the three films are all very different in their own ways. Hmm. I like that you've applied the Rocky Five effect to the Indiana Jones series. <laughs> yeah, those right. those three films are, are you know very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't count the fourth one. <laughs> you, you wait till the fifth one when he's in his bloody wheelchair going around. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Aztec walking frame. <laughs> I don't even know how that one will go, but I'm excited for it now. You've said it. Um, yeah, but I know you mean though. Like, I don't think I've ever—I don't remember a, fa- a franchise where the f- three films all have the same character, but all feel completely different. Yeah, yeah. Despite being directed by the same person. Yeah, by the same person. Yeah, yeah. Because even start like the first um, series of Star Wars films, they don't feel they—they're directed by three different people, but they don't feel that different. No, I don't think. You know, obviously, sorry, but, you know, but the, the the way the film looks and everything like that, it feels feels very similar. Yeah, oh, I do need to go and revisit them. I really want to get my daughter to watch them, but I think she's like about a year or so too young to get it. I've got the I've got the boy wearing a t shirt that says "Don't call me Junior." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, but awesome. that's but that's because he doesn't like that film with Arnold Schwarzenegger having a baby. And who does? <laughs> frankly, who does? Um, <laughs> Right, so um, we we had a list of bars here. Jot Lindsay's was on there, so we'll, we'll skip that one. But um, has anyone ever been to Dockside Margaritas? Okay, no. yes. So, <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> is it that Chris has been to every bar in Disney Springs? <laughs> I've been to every bar in Walt Disney World. Um, <laughs> is it is it that little shack which used to be next to Captain Jack's? It's the funky little shack. The funky is little it, is shack. Is that the one? Yeah, it's got a tin roof. It's rusted. Um, I went to, many years ago, a dib meet. A dib oh, meet? A dib meet at the Margarita Shack. And that's the only reason I know that place is there. Mm. Yeah, a walk-up bar where you can order seven different kinds of margarita. Hmm. That sounds well, just the place for Dad. <laughs> I'm not a massive margarita. I don't mind a margarita. It's not my favourite cocktail, though. I've got to be honest. I think, I think... In fact, what is everyone's favourite cocktail? Oh, anything with rum. Yeah, I'm much the same as Chris. Rum mm. or whiskey. Mm, it's like an old-fashioned or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, I really like a mojito. Mm. Really like a mojito. Yeah. If it's made, if it's made well, it's exceptional. Um, but yeah, and I've had badly made ones as well. They're they're terrible. Um, I like a porn star martini. That is well too feminine for me, but I don't care. It's nice passion fruit. Who doesn't like passion fruit? Um, and uh, I'm, I've never really had a proper martini. What, like a James Bond one? Yeah, like a proper vodka martini. Hmm. Because, like, I imagine that's quite strong. Um, yeah. I've had a few. Vodka and vermouth? 
vodka vermouth and gin isn't it I think or yeah something crazy like that yeah it's it's all spirits yeah I you don't... can't drink too many of them in one go I tell you no no actually I think I've had a turbo martini once which is when I make it with espresso saying that but never a proper vodka martini shaking not stirred I think the problem is you just sound like an idiot if you order one don't you Look, I go to a bar that Ian Fleming used to frequent when he was still alive and do a lot of my writing in London, and I always order the martini because Ian Fleming used to drink the bloody thing. Well, I think that's, I think that's the exception to the rule. If you go into a pub, if you go into a bar that, you know, the awkward James Bond was ordering his martinis from, I think it's allowed. <laughs> or, alternatively, if, if Disney or, or Universal want to buy the James Bond series and, and create a proper James Bond bar, then even more reason. Well, you know, give them time; they probably will do. Mm. Yeah, well, at some point, when it's no. Well, don't forget, don't forget that the new James Bond film, Bond Fifty, which is coming out next year, is going to be distributed by Universal. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Yeah, you could be. You could well be right. You could well be right. Um, so yeah, see, so if you want a margarita, that's probably not a bad place to go. Um, but is it still there? Uh, it was there as of recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still at Disney Springs. Unless it's closed very recently, it's still at Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, now, the next one on this list is Stargazer, Stargazer's Bar. It says Stargazer's. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a spelling mistake. Yeah, it's not. You know, you know I'm, I'm reading. I'm thinking, is this an Americanism that I just don't get? No, I've no, no. got the menu up for this one, and it is Stargazers. Yeah, good. No, no, it's pronounced Stargazers Bar. It's where Paul <laughs> Gascoigne goes to get pissed when he's in Florida. Oh, there's a dentist chair, and they pull exactly. the spirits into your gob. Oh, you've got that. Uh, you know that murderer that he hangs around with. <laughs> well, it's like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That's the one. That's Not Freddie Mercury, just just for any Queen. Like it, Freddie Mercury wasn't a serial killer <laughs> or anything like that. No, uh, we're we're not taking uh, notes from Liam Gallagher on this one. No, no, I don't even I don't even think um, that um, that Freddie Mercury likes Kentucky Fried Chicken either. So definitely definitely not the same person. Um, that's a real story, by the way. If anyone doesn't know, look it up. So Stargazer's Bar, as it's correctly spelt and pronounced, is mm-hmm. uh, at Planet Hollywood. So this is the, yes. the Planet Hollywood Observatory, it's now called, isn't it? Yes. Now, have you been in Planet Hollywood since it's been redone? No. Because I, I really like the old 90s Planet Hollywood. Those ones that were shaped like a globe and had just movie cardboard cutouts all around and, you know, more importantly, props in the films... And it was very dark, um, with lights, and they were playing trailers all the way, all the time he was eating food, and stuff like that. I, just, I there was a certain cheesiness to it that I really liked. But the yeah. new, the new kind of Planet Hollywood, so they tried to tone it down, just leave me a bit cold. And this is the one now that's been done by Guy Fieri, isn't it? Yeah. The menu, the menu yeah. is yeah. by Guy Fieri. We have to mention the new um, quick service at Planet Hollywood at this point. Guy Fieri's Chicken Guy. 
Disney does own Family Guy, so they can you know they can just put that whole franchise in there now. Now there's a theme for a restaurant. They just do <laughs> they just do the Simpsons thing they did at uh, Universal's, but there. Um, Would you like some popsicles and a back massage? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> go Herbert. It's not time for the uh, the every episode Jimmy Savile joke just yet. Um, oh, my Jackson impression. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Um, and on, and the anniversary is death. How could you? Um, <laughs> so Stargazer's Bar. Um, I, I've not been in there. Um, I've not been into the New Planet Hollywood, so I, I can't vouch for this at all. Um, but <laughs> I, you could have timed this better, Chris. So uh, some of the menus, yeah. <laughs> some of the drinks on the menu include the Planet Two Punch, makes sense. The Space Monkey, okay. The Moonwalk. Which was the one I was going to pick. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but you will like this place because, as Paul just kind of alluded to, those drinks are heavy on rum. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. sounds like that's something you could probably uh, get quite into uh, for a session. A few of those. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a few on it, and there's souvenir glasses as well. Oh, are they, are they still those like hurricane glasses that all the all the places used to have? It says they're comet glasses. That Whatever. Place, that place been closed for years. <laughs> I don't even know they sold glasses. Sold it over expensive TVs. Oh, not that comet. Okay. Oh, we need to see if we can find a picture now. I've got, I've got the the impression, the the picture in my head of the glass is going to be much more disappointing than the actual glass they give you. Because <laughs> that's always the way. That sounds far too fun. Let's see, planet. Um, it does say the food is still a bit weird, and also, is that where you can buy those freak shakes? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh no, a comic glass is still the same thing. It's that. It's that it might be. It's that glass that kind of it, it, like a little bit thin, and then it's got like a huge butt at the bottom. And they look like they're plastic. No, they're definitely glass. Or <laughs> well, they used to be glass anyway. I don't know about nowadays, but they definitely used to be. I suppose you could probably call that the Elastigirl glass now, because that's that's the latest one on Twitter, isn't it? Elastigirl's ass in Incredibles Two is upsetting people. Why? Being so round. <laughs> it's overtly sexual, I think, is what they're, 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 they're upset about. With the Avengers, it's apparently Tom Holland's got the best part. They didn't want to tell him. <laughs> well, give Disneyland their due, you know, polish a turd and pretend it's a brand new attraction. Well done to you. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, you're talking about the Incredible Coaster? What, what do we what do we get? We get three hundred million dollars spent on two crappy Toy Story rides that they could have picked up at any bloody seaside pier that's rusty in England, and just crapped them out into that theme park. So anyway, we're talking about Universal using the same ride twice. <laughs> Does it ever also affect Kong, Fast and Furious? Fallon. Oh, Kong, Fast and Furious, Fallon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Transformers. 
robots in disguise. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, the only thing that puts me off is it's Planet Hollywood. Yeah, that's the only thing that would stop me going in there. But you know, if they've got a new cocktail menu, it does sound like they've they've done up the bar as well because the bar that used to be there was, if I remember right, it was always quite cramped. You don't have much room to move around in there, so they made like a, a nice kind of bar where you don't feel so cramped. Then it might be alright, but at least the drinks sound fun, which I suppose is the most most important thing. Um, has have you, Chris, been to Enzo's Hideaway Tunnel Bar? When I was out there, it wasn't open, but I tell you why I want to go there. One of my favourite films is Snatch. Mm-hmm. So cue sound effects. And one of the uh, songs from that film, I bought the album, was uh, the Hideaway song. Hernandez, Hideaway, Hideaway. So I just feel like they should be playing that constantly in this bar. <laughs> You'll be disappointed they, they don't. Oh. I'm guessing. I don't know. I think that's quite a, a, quite a, a rare pick. I don't think anyone else will know that that song. God, Snatch is a good film, isn't it? I F in eight P words. Oh. <laughs> I love that film so much. And it's got another famous Cockney in it. Yeah. Mike Reed. Oh, Mike Reed. I used to love Mike Reed. Mike Reed's stand-up to this day is still funny. Abby. What you uh... take me for, Abby? <laughs> Sit down and shut up, you big bald. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the, I love the bits when he, um, those, those fast cuts they do when he's travelling across the ocean. Like Anything pass, to declare? Passport stamps, drink back, airplane, taxi, done. Yeah, don't go to England. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to do an episode about snatch. Anyway. Uh, so this is, as is kind of in the name of it being a hideaway tunnel bar, this mm. is supposed to kind of go back to the, the era of Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Did we have Prohibition over here? No. So it's just the Americans. Heads. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd. I mean, I, I can't believe there was a time in like recent history, because the Prohibition was, what, the 20s? Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. where you couldn't go and buy booze. Yeah, so I mean, you had the depression on the go, mm. and they banned alcohol. <laughs> it's like a double whammy. <laughs> but at least it did give us a bottle keg bar. You know, so there's that. Um, so yes, yeah, so, uh, it's it's the description here: you're, you're drinking in a bar near a series of rum runner tunnels. My favourite thing, I'm just looking at the menu and their cocktails are listed as giggle water. <laughs> Isn't that what they called it in the Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well? Yeah. <laughs> but there's not, to be fair, considering it's meant to be rum tunnels, there's not a lot of rum. Well, I suppose whatever they get their hands on. Bit of knob creek. Hello. I beg cream for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've not I've not seen any pictures of it actually, 
So, have you actually seen any pictures of what the bar looks like? Well, it's a secret, isn't it? Oh, life flash photography. <laughs> but, I mean, is that somewhere you're going to frequent on your next visit, do you think? Well, if I can bloody find it. <laughs> you have to, you have to do, knock, do the secret knock and answer the password. Did I? I think I read this somewhere. It's it's a bit hard to locate, but you can get to it once you once you know. But the toilets are shared with yeah, the restaurant next door. That. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, They're shared with the so. Yeah, so so once you know where the toilets are, it's not a huge mystery. Hmm. Craig will know where the toilets are. Yes, undoubtedly. Mm. If he does, he soon will do. Um, that's interesting. I know that speakeasies become quite a big thing because we've got quite a few speakeasy bars in London. Have you ever heard of the Mayor of Scary Town? No. Uh, where is it? I'm trying to think. It's not. It might be the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I've said that. Ah, uh, but basically, it's a speakeasy. That you, you go in this, go into like this bar, and um. You have to you have to find a secret entrance and give them the, the password, and you get taken down into this this speakeasy bar. And there's a fair few oh, ways of doing yeah. kind of things. So I'm it's just going to be a thing now. Yeah, where is it? Where is the mayor of Scary Town? Uh, the mayor of Scaredy Cat Town. It's got an it, yeah. E postcode, so it's in the east somewhere. Yeah, I want to say it's like Liverpool Street kind of area. Um, Spitalfield. That's definitely Liverpool Street area. Yeah, yeah. It must be must be Breakfast Club. Must be Breakfast Club. But um, which is a bar? Come. Yeah, no, it's a bar. They do food, but it's a bar. Um, but yeah, there was a club that I had to go to for um for work, and I went to the restaurant that's attached to the club. And they went, oh, no, no, the club's got a secret entrance, and it's inside a florist. So you go into this florist where there's all these flowers, and at the back of the florist is this glass elevator, and you go inside, it takes you up to this club. I thought that was quite elaborate. Wow. That is elaborate. Yeah. And I almost feel like I need to visit now. Hmm. That is weird. But the... Sorry, the mayor of Scaredy Cat Town, sorry, has uh, an exclusive deal with Smeg. <laughs> so just throwing that out there. Ah, I think that's because the entrance to it is a fridge. That would be why. You go into the fridge door. I think that's it. I thought would it that not make you a um, Smeg head? I, it most certainly does. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Americans just quickly giggle speckled. Um now the the next place on on the this list oh. is a classic. Oh now now you're talking there. Oh. It's one of my bloody favourite places to go, this is so it is, so it is. That's a very good Conor McGregor impression. Um it's Raglan oh, that Road. Was, that was my Jerry Adams impression. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one wants peas more than me. Um <laughs> This is Thatcher. There is a bomb on that. No, that's me and Paisley. Oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> too many anyway. politicians. Raglan Road has been there for donkeys. Mm. I mean, does any does anyone actually know how long it's been there for? Probably since it opened. It's, oh no, not that long. It's been there a long old time. I know when 
we first went in 2007 and it had been there a long time then yeah I'll, I'll google it um, now I've not actually I didn't have 2005 drink. is that all yeah oh okay I thought they're much longer than that um, I've not actually gone there for a drink but i tell you what I have had in there and still the only place in the world I've had one a deep fried Snickers Oh, in the fish and chip shop bit, yeah, around the side, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen those for sale. Yeah. Oh my god, a, delic- a delicacy that was advertised in Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, it's it is oh yeah, beautiful. Oh, I'm really like I always joked about these like deep fried chocolate bars and stuff like that because I mean it was very much a Scottish thing. I've never seen it down south, but um, I was always like, oh, it can't be that nice, but. Because I, I think I just thought it was going to be in, like, fish battle or something. And it's well, not. It's quite doughy. You've obviously never been to K-Tams. <laughs> well, no, clearly I haven't been to K-Tams. Because I'm still alive. <laughs> and don't intend to, yeah. <laughs> when, we have, when we have this meet-up in, in November, one of my conditions is we're not going to K-Tams. <laughs> They're doing the catering. What are you on about? <laughs> Craig's already booked them. He booked them months ago. We've got chips and rice. What are you going on about? <laughs> It is a special combo. Curried pizza. Anyway. So, regular road, he's obviously a little bit heavy on the Irish drinks. Mm. I think it's fair and to say. And the Irish dancing. Well, that is one thing. So, like, to me, one of the reasons why it's as popular as it is is because of the entertainment. You know, yeah. even if you're not drinking that place, you can stand outside and have a little dance. Do, do you remember, Nick... Now, I'm asking you because we're the same age. Do you remember a stand-up comedian from the 80s? And I think he was in the 70s as well, called Jimmy Cricket. Well, yeah. I was... I was you both remember him. Yeah, I was yeah. very confused because I was like, he looks nothing like that character out of Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always thought that. Yeah. Well, funny story. I remember him from like the 80s when I was a kid and he used to have this catchphrase where he used to go, oh, there's more, there's more, didn't he? He used to like, yeah, beckon yeah, yeah. the camera in. Right, I was in the gents' toilet using the urinal, and they were playing a CD of his stand-up. That, what in in Raglan Road? In Raglan Road toilets. Wow, <laughs> that is weird. That's random, isn't it? That is. Well, I mean, I suppose it it's less random than playing it there than if they played it at Jot Lindsay's. But regardless, that is still very, very strange. Mm. Wow, I don't think I'd be happy going anywhere for a piece and listening to stand-up comedy. To be honest, oh, I was spraying all over the bloody place. That's what I mean. Have a bit of a giggle. You know, we can't aim at the best of times. Let alone where you know we've had a few drinks and we're listening to some comedy. <laughs> that is that is something. But um, yeah, always some good old-fashioned Irish folk music going on well certainly when I've been there do they have any other kind of music or is it normally kind of Irish well it's all Irish river dance isn't it yeah I think they have some cover bands in there as well sometimes uh, oh they have a U2 cover band don't they yeah they certainly do of course I'm they sure do definitely... yeah and a bewitched one uh... <laughs> oh <laughs> I get once... a life I, I once I had a conversation with, when, I, when I was in an old job um, I used to work with this woman and we used to always 
and it wasn't very productive. We, we was always uh, messing about, um, making jokes, and not working very hard. And one day I said, you know what? You got all these jukebox musicals, um, you know, like the Jersey Boys, and uh, you know, Buddy Holly had one, didn't he? And I said, why does no one, why has no one pitched a Bewitched musical? And I was, I said, and we was like, well, what are we going to call it? And I went, and I thought about it for a while, thought about it for a while, and I went, I know, potatoes in denim. <laughs> Because they used to they used to love denim, and they're Irish, you know. Double denim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had the Canadian uh, wedding suit, didn't they? Double denim. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know why they aren't actually performing in the, the Raglan Road every night. Maybe they you are. Can't tell, you can't tell me they got anything better to do. Exactly. Probably not even good enough for that. Um, the the thing is, though, I do off. feel a little bit sorry for Raglan Road because when it was first built it was like right in the heart of downtown Disney yes. and then when it became Disney Springs and they built the boathouse you don't really have to walk past it anymore do you? No no and that's, that's true actually because I knew it was there and I was like I wonder where it is and we kind of walked completely around it as you say because um, you're almost pushed away from it mm. so I suppose the only good thing about it is it's got a reputation. Mm. So, you know, maybe it relies a lot on that. And also, because it's blaring out music as well, that will attract people in. But I know what you mean, mm. like, it probably does lose a lot of foot traffic. And the, the food is good as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it, really, that they didn't... They, I'm looking at this, and there could have been a tie-in with Marvel, couldn't there? Could they? Do not think, yeah, do you not think? How? Well, you know, instead of instead of what we got, we could have ended up with Thor Raglan Road. Oh. Uh, Ragnarok, you know, that'd have been oh, nice. Can you imagine? You know, like a Jeff Goldblum like compare showing everyone to their tables. Oh. Hey. Oh. <laughs> eh? He could read the menu. That'd be perfect. I, I think he should read the menu everywhere, every kind of establishment. <laughs> phone book whatever exactly um Sim- Simpsons episodes it's just my life <laughs> if I could pay Jeff Bol- Jeff Bolbloom Jeff- yeah, that's his <laughs> that's his lesser known cousin if I could pay Jeff Goldblum to just follow me around and narrate my life that would make life worth living Nick uh find a way <laughs> to Taco Bell that's where I'm walking <laughs> to so um you just mentioned it um, but the next on the list is the boathouse. Oh, now love everybody's life at the moment. I've never, again, never been to the boathouse. Um, is that what used to be? That's not what used to be the floating restaurant, was it? No. Is that still there? That's oh, still there. Not. That's just become a different name. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh. Um. Well, that was its third theme, I think, on the on the actual boat itself. I'm trying to think oh. what it was called when I was there. Paddlefish, that one. Yeah, it's, that's what it's become now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't called that before though. No. Fultons. Um, yeah, Fultons, and before that it was the Empress Lily. That's it. Well, that makes useless sense. information once more. <laughs> Someone has to know it. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so the boathouse. So uh, did you did you happen to pop into the boathouse? 
not last year, but the year before, I had dinner there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know and... where it is now. This is where the um, you can get the cars. Yeah, 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 cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right behind Raglan Road, basically. Yeah, but on on the uh, on the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I've pieced it together now. Well, we had dinner there, and it was it was very very okay. It's not it's not enough to make me want to go back in a hurry, but I wouldn't turn it down if that's what people fancied. Right. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's like a a very above average steakhouse and seafood place that charges very very premium prices. So two and... dining credits. Wow. So it sounds a little bit like STK in that regard. Like the cost yeah. and the... I mean, I've not been to STK. Um, I wanted to go there, but I was put off because people just say it's like eating steak in a nightclub. And well, that's not a good description for me. <laughs> what's quite interesting about the boathouse, though, is they really ram it down your throat that it's not a Disney restaurant and that they sell lots of merchandise from the company and the man that owns that company. And they talk a lot about the restaurants that they run and how much money they make. Because um, the other ones that I think they run are all in Epcot. Um, but it was just quite strange to me that Disney would allow them to talk about themselves and promote their own merchandise rather than, you know, usual Disney stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I suppose is that is that really that much different from you know the Rainforest Cafe or um, T Rex Cafe? You know, they, 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 well, their gift shops don't really sell Disney stuff, do they? No, I suppose I suppose you you got a point. What what I'm trying to say is, in as much as I can't even remember the name of that company, and I can't even remember the name of the bloke that runs that company, they're just a non-entity that runs six restaurants in Florida. But they were trying to make themselves sound like they are a much wider thing. And also talking about... I mean, there was a book there about how much money they're making. I mean, that seems a bit weird, doesn't it? I mean, you wouldn't have, like, Disney saying, oh, by the way, there's a 700% markup on these park tickets. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit a bit odd. Yeah, that yeah, that, that does sound a bit odd, actually. Uh, I'm just looking. It's Schusler, Schusler Creative, right? Is is behind the boathouse? No, mm. me me neither. Um, I've never. I heard think of they before. run the two in Mexico in Epcot, don't they? And possibly one in France in Epcot. Possibly. Oh. I definitely know they do own some other properties on site. Yeah. Uh, well, they own Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, me neither. Um, I tell you, they do. They do have though. They have um, K Tams. Yes, yes. K Tams is one of theirs. That's why it's uh, so glorious inside. Um, they have Rainforest Cafe, oh. T Rex Cafe. Uh huh. Yak and Yeti. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then a few that I've never heard of anywhere. Uh, what's this one here? Something Hall of Fame. Oh no, I think that's just a, a thing. Yeah, so so yeah, Rainforest, T Rex, Yak and Yes, we've all heard of those. 
Uh, Galaxy Driving. I don't know where that is. Uh, Hot Dog Hall of Fame. Well, that's over at City Walk. That's isn't Universal, it? yeah. yeah. Uh, G Box Saturday Night. Betty and Joe's Backfire Barbecue. Pizza Market. That's, that one sounds like somewhere Dad should definitely be going to a backyard barbecue. I think it's where Craig's definitely gone to. I don't know where it is though. They've got a lovely page about it. it doesn't tell you anywhere. Like it doesn't tell you how to get there. It's oh, Cape Terms. It's got a NASCAR themed dining room. It's all a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, very, very. Yakin Yeti is in uh, Animal Kingdom, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't. So, because I mean, Animal Kingdom also has a rainforest cafe doesn't it? Yes. At the entrance. Like the entrance, yeah. Which seems odd, but kind of makes sense. It's not really in the park, but I'm surprised they've, they've got, they've let somebody run a restaurant. I just, I, maybe I'm just so naive. I just assume Disney ran all the restaurants. Well, yeah. But, um, obviously not. Obviously not. And they like to tell you in the boathouse that they aren't a Disney restaurant. Um, and the guy, I think the guy that owns it comes down there and signs books and shirts and things and walks around like he's Walt Disney and it's a bit odd. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That's really weird. Well, okay, each their own. Um, yeah, it's a boathouse, not... not um... Um, would you recommend it, or do you think it's just a little bit pompous? Um, it's. I mean, it's not. It isn't. It isn't really pompous. Um, I mean, you usually have to wait quite a while because it is really busy. Um, so, like his book tells you, he's definitely making money hand over fist in that place. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean. <sighs> I think that if you want, I mean, if you want better value for money, I'm sure there's other places you can go to. Mm. And I think, I think to myself as well is if I was going to have, you know, how sometimes when you go on holiday and you want that one special meal or that one romantic meal or something, yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna splurge. I think I'd probably rather go to like Gco or California Grill. Mm. I don't think I would do it here at the boathouse. No, it seems to be the the big deal here is that you can sit out on the pier, which you can also do on Jock Lindsay's, can't you? Well, yeah, I think so. it's not a pier, but I mean, overlooking Lake Buena Vista anyway. Well, they've got, um, they've got that jetty at Lindsay's, and then they've got that boat that sort of hangs over the side. Yeah. Yeah. And those amph- amphi cars are really expensive, aren't they? Oh, God, yes. They're like $200 or something. I don't know, but I remember saying, oh, let's go and do it, and I saw the price. I was like, yeah, actually, no. Forget that. I can get the brain eating them even much easier than paying for that. <laughs> I'll just jump in and swim. <laughs> um, so, which leads us to one of the newest and not not most controversial, uh, Notorious, um, in the Edison. Which has a different kind of entertainment to Raglan Road. Ever so slightly. Um, <laughs> Go on. Come on, Paul, take it away. Huh? Come on. Uh, they have um, they have can can dancers 
and all sorts of uh, similar entertainment. Burlesque? Mm. Yes, by the the the, the, the tamer side of burlesque, I would say. Ah, oh, not strippers then. No, not strippers. Not right. Disney Springs. Cancelling. Cancelling advance dining reservation now. There we go. No nipples on display. No nipples, no booking, I'm afraid. No nipples, no ripples. Exactly. (laughs) If there's no nipples, there's no ripples. You'll see me at Hooters. Oh, I can't wait for the t shirt. I'm going to buy them all. Right. um, Now, the Edison. I'm not just. That tickled you, Paul, did it? <laughs> it was Nick's reaction. Nick's <laughs> <laughs> reaction. Oh, uh, God. Oh. <laughs> I just... Right. Um, right. <clears throat> right. The, um... Did I, did I not just read about the innocent? They've, they've, they've already decided to change it around. Yeah, mm. I think. Even though it's not been open, is it? It's not been open a year yet, is it? It's not even been open six months. I don't I'm think. Saying, I'm sure it's been at the beginning of this year that it opened. It, it yeah. opened after we left Florida, so it would have been what November, something like that, December. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I I I couldn't. I didn't see the walls when I was there. I saw the walls of the voids, but I didn't see. Uh... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see where the Edison actually was. Well, I didn't notice the walls there anyway. Yeah, January. It was meant to open in um, September, and it opened in January this year. So what? Wh- whereabouts Session. is it? Um... It's opposite the old. Um, oh, what's it called? The old comedy place. Oh, the comedy Adventurous warehouse. Club. No, the Adventurous Club. Oh, okay. Which was so, kind of in so... the middle, wasn't it? So you know where um you know the bridge that you can see Planet Hollywood from? Yeah. As you go over that bridge, the Edison I think is the first one on the left. Oh next to Jot Lindsay's. Well it's it's up the top oh, of the no, hill. Sorry, just, Jot yeah. Lindsay's down the bottom of the hill, but on yeah, the same yeah, side. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, I can't find I was trying to find a news article to see what changed about it, but I can't see it now well, it, enough. It did it did have a cover charge. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and they've got rid of that now. Yeah, which is well, I suppose is that because it's it's classed as a nightclub. Yeah. Even though it's a restaurant bar. Um. Yeah, it's a restaurant it was, bar. And then after yeah. nine, wasn't it? They they have dancing and singing, and then I think the cover yeah. charge was it's right. over twenty ones only, and they had to pay to get in. But it hasn't. I think it's just had so many complaints that they've just decided to get rid of it. Well, I mean, it, it must not have been popular because if it was making money, they wouldn't drop a cover charge. Surely. Well, I mean, it's it's got bloody good prime location. Hmm. Um. I think I think what they were hoping for was that because it was opposite the Adventures Club that they were going to have some kind of um, mixture of like the characters that you've got at Toothsome in, in Universal 
um, and the characters or some of the characters from the Adventures Club in a sort of musical review, dancing, you know, after hours, sort of late night show kind of vibe. Mm. But supposedly that hasn't really happened. Right. Um, and probably now they're not getting a cover charge. They're probably going to even scale back the entertainment even more, probably. But I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I I didn't know. I, I really wish I knew more about it. I mean, this you know, I'm going back to before I was. I knew the stuff I knew about Disney and Disney World now, but I had no idea about the Adventures Club. I mean, obviously the Comedy Warehouse is very. Oh, was it called Comedy Warehouse? I think it was, yeah. Um, but you know, obviously that kind of sells itself. But the Adventures Club, I, I had no idea what that was. Um, what was the club there? Was it called like Eight Tracks or something? Mm, the eighties, the eighties nightclub. Um, what was the other one? There was another one there as well, wasn't there? All in that section, there was like four, mm. four or so places that you go to for like night entertainment, but. Um, yeah, I just didn't know what they were, so I didn't bother paying much attention to them. And then, like later on, I find out the, the Adventures Club's this amazing entertainment mm. thing, and then it's gone. I know. I, I feel exactly the same way as you, Nick. I think me and you may have been just that little bit too young, you know. Yeah, we just missed it just by a whisper. Yeah. Uh, an amazing venue with a CD side, by all accounts. Are we talking about K Tams again? Because we're supposed to be talking about the other. <laughs> <laughs> the they aren't stuff. seeds in your food, believe me. <laughs> I'll have a cheeseburger curry, please, lass. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot, there's been a lot of hype around the Edison. Well, tour. I was reading on touring plans the other day that uh, the the drinks, uh, like the cocktails and things, are all really, really good. But some of the drinks, looking at their, they've got their little breakdown on their website. Some of the drinks are actually double what they are in some of the other places in Disney Springs. So it is, it, the drinks there are really expensive. Wow. So, they, but um, they are top-notch, supposedly. They, um, yeah, I mean, apparently as well, they, they change. I mean, if you go on the website now, you can see that they're advertising um, some special burger, and it says for, like, a limited time only. And apparently that's one of the things that Edison does, so it's never, you know... If you're looking now to go for three or four months' time, you might find that what you wanted to have on the menu is no longer there. It seems like it's a, it's a completely revolving menu they've got. The thing is, though, if they're using proper bartenders, if there's a drink you particularly like, in theory, if they're worth their weight in what they should be, then they should be able to make them for you. Mm. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you're a proper bartender, and I, I mean, I would imagine that the people they have employed at somewhere like the Edison will be fully trained. Then, mm. yeah, I'm sure if you wanted a sex on the beach, um, hello, <laughs> or uh, a woo woo, there's another one that I like. Um, the name of, I like the drink, but um, yeah, you know, I'm sure they can knock you up something like that. But I, I suppose that you know, their thing is to, you know, give you something that you can't get elsewhere. Mm. Isn't it really? I suppose. Was was that a DuckTales cocktail? I believe that's what it was named after. I do believe that's what it was named after. Um, wow. Uh, here's something. Mm. 
So I'm just like just looking at the drinks menu. So signature cocktail is about fourteen dollars. Now I don't know how that compares with with Disney in general, but to be honest, fourteen dollars. We're talking mm. London price. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's terrible. Not out of the way is it? No, I mean don't get me wrong. Like it's you know paying that much for a drink is expensive, but you know cocktails. Um, but what what when we go hoo, 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 is they do signature punch bowls. Hello. Which serve eight to ten. And they were hundred dollars. I'll tell you what, Nick. Where there's tipples, there's ripples. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the back of the shirt. <laughs> oh, this is going glorious. Um, I mean, it's a shame that you know if uh, if everyone can go to this uh, meet up next year at uh, at Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, there's not eight to ten of us on the podcast. But I reckon five of us can probably make a good go on that, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> All get a straw. Be like the in-betweeners. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel our podcast is anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no one well. go to Volcano Bay. You never know what might put you down the slide. <laughs> Do a craze there. Um, yeah, I mean, the beer is pricey. Not that, again, not that price, like nine dollars for a bottle. Again, I think that's quite normal. I'm sure we was paying about seven dollars or so for a, a pint at Jot Lindsay's. So it's not that much more expensive. It's not out the way, is it? Not really. So, like you know, alcohol's expensive anyway. That's just that's one of those things. Um, and if you're going for experience, then you, you, you're going to get one. I mean, I would. I think of all the places, you know, if I had, if I had to make a choice of where to go, and I hadn't been there before, mm-hmm. for me, going through this list tonight, it would be a toss-up between Jot Lindsay's and the Edison, and I would probably go for the Edison just because I've been to Jot Lindsay's. Yeah. So I hadn't because I hadn't done it before. Um, but yeah, what about yourself, uh, P. Dubs? Well, you know, what on this list has kind of made you go, yeah, I think that would be a, a good one? Well, I like both of you. We're, we're all the same age, as we said, so the indie theme is always going to call out to us, I think. Mm. Um, again, the same, the Edison. But I actually quite like the, the sound of some of the drinks at the, the Scar- uh, Stargazer bar as well. Yeah, so I've, I've always got like a little bit of a soft spot for Planet Hollywood, so I, I, I probably wouldn't, you know, ignore that either. But, uh, yeah. And Mr. Ripley, I mean, you've been to some of these mm. already. Um, but, you know... Well, I would have a Lucas night out, so I would get absolutely smashed in Jock Lindsay's and then go into the Star Wars Secrets of the Empire attraction and absolutely wreck that Darth Vader. <laughs> I tell you what, I do not think I've been more scared in a long time. Bearing in mind I did Halloween Horror Nights last year, um, than when you see Darth Vader in that thing. That really, really like freaked me out when he was. It was good, Georgia. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. Like so we're going back. Well, actually, no. This is kind of on topic because, of course. This Star Wars uh, Void Experience, Secrets of the uh, the Empire, is at Disney Springs. Mm. So it is, it is relevant to the conversation. 
Um, but I mean, it's expensive, but I'm still talking about it week on. So, mm. yeah, that that probably wouldn't go. That would probably wouldn't go too badly. I accidentally I'd shot probably... my gun as well. By the way, that's I don't know if I changed the the uh, how the the attraction went, but I shot my gun by accident and I got sent out to go and shoot some stormtroopers. Oh, so you actually shot first then, like Han Solo? I, I literally, yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to be the Han Solo. I was quite happy just being like the Wedge Antilles or something, but no. I had to shoot my gun first. <laughs> the people I was with weren't very impressed with me. <laughs> so, so I was too trigger happy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so Jotlins is for a session for you. Yeah, I think so. I, I hope they expand the drinks menu and get some more of these um, collectible glasses. That's the thing we don't do very well in, in World, which they do very well in Land, is over at Land, they change these glasses quite often and they tweak them, they change the colours or they bring new ones out. Whereas at World, we get the odd new one at Trader Sam's, but they, they need to be doing more of this because I think there's a big collectible market there that they're not really addressing. Do you think that's because of it being more touristy at Disney World oh it's it, they have excuses for everything at World we could have a whole new show on that one a whole new show maybe we should <laughs> maybe that could be another one that we put in the can but um, yeah okay okay but I, I, mean, I think if, if nothing else what, we, what we've you know kind of discussed tonight is the fact that we like a of, drink. Well, yes, yes, yes. Um, but also, just just that there is so much variety there, you know. Um, and of course, for you teetotalers, as we also mentioned earlier, there's a Coca-Cola shop. Uh, well, I'm sure you can drink Beverly to your heart's content. Or maybe mm. not. I don't know. I don't know if they would sell Beverly okay. there or not. I'll get one of those big fat cigars. Is that cigar shop still there? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, like, that was the first time I'd ever smoked a cigar. Um, mm. I just really fancied buying one. So I went in there. Now, you grow up on, like, Hollywood films and stuff like that. What is the, the type, what is the one cigar you're going to ask for? <laughs> Havana. Ah, see, I went for Cuba. Oh. Cuban cigar. So yeah, I went in there and I was like, "I'd love to buy a cigar, please." And they were like, "Okay, how much are you looking to spend?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know, uh, you know, where do they start?" And I think they said like, "Oh, you know, our cheapest cigars like about three dollars." And I was like, "I'm a bit more classy than that, you know. Let, let's see what's in like the the ten to fifteen dollar range." <laughs> and then, so they showed me all this stuff because I was like, you know, I was I, I wasn't gonna have I wasn't gonna start smoking cigars every day, mm, so mm. Um, you know I didn't mind splashing out for one. So. Um, they they show me these ones that are like about ten fifteen dollars or whatever, and mm. um, you know they were going ah oh, right you know this is a Playboy one it's uh, it's from uh, the Dominican Republic and this this and this and I was like thinking oh, okay yeah fine they showed me a few others and I ended up just going for Playboy one and I was thinking how come they weren't trying to sell me any Cuban cigars it was only afterwards I realised that when you see you know, when people have them in films it's because it's contraband. When you're watching, like, say, like Sopranos or something like that, and they say, oh, do you want to have a Cuban cigar? It's because you're not supposed to have a Cuban cigar. They're kind of smuggled over. Right. And yet, if you want to walk down um, to your local um, cigar shop in London, 
or you know anywhere that you know has a cigar shop in the UK, you can walk in there and have a, a Cuban. Oh, that's be- yeah, because America the trade embargo. embargo on Cuba. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's right. So anywhere in the world, anywhere else in the world, you can buy Cuban cigars. Well, I I went in there and got a nice big cigar once, and I thought I am class. I wasn't very old. And House of Blues had just opened. I thought, you know what? I got my cigar. I got my you know nice treads on. I'll go and uh, tap up the local talent in the House of Blues. So there I am, House of Blues, cigar, puffing away, feeling like I'm some don. And uh, this really hot girl comes up to me, and she's like dancing and a bit of grinding. You know how it is. And she goes, oh, she goes, uh, you look like a, a famous movie star with that cigar. I was like, oh yeah, really? Who's that? She went, Lassie, taking a shit. <laughs> Mike Green, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it going that way at all. <laughs> oh, that was that was completely unexpected. Well, oh. yeah, cigars they're fun, but don't do them, kids, because you know smoking's bad. Um, and you look and, like a dog taking a and, dump, and you look like Lacey taking a shot. So there's that as well. Um, right, I, I think uh, is there anything else we want to cover before? We go, or, or do you think we talked enough about drinking tonight? I think um, so. No, I think we covered it all. Good stuff. Well, in that case, I'll wrap this show up. Thank you for joining me, gents. It's been an absolute pleasure for going for a drink with you. Uh, and uh, we will see you on another Disaster Dark uh, very soon. No nipples, no ripples. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash after dark network here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do the other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the after dark network on behalf of the other after dark podcast network hosts We thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. Podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.